You know who's on the mound? Who's on the mound? Nathan fucking Uvalde. Uvalde? Fuck that guy. That so guy. I heard about it. I heard something interesting when I was listening to MLB Now. What? He's got like one of the lowest fucking spin rates in all of the MLB. Spin rates? That's why he sucks. Oh he my God. Fastball 98 miles per hour. Who tracks the spin rate? But it rate? doesn't have any fucking spin to it. What? So without any effect. That's incredible. So many motherfucking snakes huh? on this motherfucking plane. Wow. Somebody's a bit worked up, huh? Welcome to baseball. I'm not even angry about it. I'm not. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Today is Thursday, April 7th. We are recording from Studio G605. Oh, yeah. Yours truly, the man they like to call Hipster Rick, but whose actual name is Enrique. Wrong. He's a bit Wrong. under the weather. So a little bit of a cold and two days of straight baseball will do that to you of yelling at the Marlins yeah. at Marlins Park. More on that later. But just so you guys know, this is what's going on and why I got my sexy voice on. Sexy voice. Edwin, let them know. This is the Poutine King. and uh... No, no, that's over, man. <laughs> it's over? Yeah. I got a Canadian shirt on. Yeah, okay. Fine. Okay, one more day. Uh, you're forcing uh, it now, bro. Okay, all right, all right. So, <laughs> Eddie wins. Um, <laughs> sitting next to uh, producer Gus to my right. Yeah. yeah. Hipster Rick wearing the same beanie from last night in the exact same style as you can see in the picture that we posted on our Instagram account. It's the only way I do it. I ran a wax, actually. This is the you're reason right. I'm doing this. <laughs> I ran a hair wax so I can't fucking comb my hair. Long sleeve shirt. Together, we are Lemon City Live. Do you shave your chest? Uh, no, I mean, I, I trim. <laughs> I see a little okay. little early taco meat there, you know? You know, the freshly growing, not the right. I've been here a while kind of meat. No, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't shave completely. Like, I, I trim my body. You, you trim? Mm. Yeah. Manscape. It just makes it look better when you diet down and, like, you know, you get in shape. Oh. Yeah. Especially for, like, uh, you know, for my bodybuilding days when I got to, like, shave down or tan uh, or whatever. That's so hipster. Uh. I don't think it's a hipster thing. I think it's like a you know part of the sport, but whatever. So coming up on today's show, yeah, we will talk about my experiences at opening day as mm -hmm. well as opening day around the major leagues. We will also discuss the crazy final four, but really just you know the final game, the yeah. championship game, because uh, the semifinals are kind of boring, horrible. Yep. Uh, we'll get to soccer. Soccer is big right now. We you like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, we recently went to an event. <laughs> Champions League is uh, is upon us again. And there, there are some other soccer things like uh, MLS, right, that we want to talk about? Yep. And your classical. NASL. Oh, uh, yes. All that and more on Lemon City Live today. Is that right? Yeah. Today? Today? <laughs> Lemon City Live. Whenever the fuck you feel like listening to it, actually. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Lemon City Live. And that... Championship game, college basketball is where we want to start off. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. you sure? awkward transition. Okay, no, um, through the NBA, the NCAA, NC, do you say 2A or double A? I say double A. I say double A. What do you think of people say 2A? I hate it. You hate it? Yeah. Yes. It kind of like, bothers me, right? It's, it's, like, like, it's like when people say scenario. Say, oh, scenario? No. Oh, when people yeah. say Caribbean, it's Caribbean, bro. Caribbean? That one doesn't bother me as much. Caribbean, I don't Potato. hear it as much. Potato. No, well, nobody that actually one. says that. No one. I've heard tomato, tomato. No. I don't know. No. English people just, are weird. Did somebody <laughs> just fart? 
No. Oh, oh I thought I heard something. <laughs> Excuse me. Was it you? <laughs> no, I swear to God, I thought I heard it. Uh, excuse me. Or Maybe it was your dogs. Maybe. Um, the, uh, we're, in a, we're in a professional studio here, bro. The English no, no, people. No pets. The English people. Mm-hmm. They say like aluminum instead of aluminum. You Alum- know? Aluminum. No, yeah. I, the, the NC2A. They also say speciality. I don't specialty? know. All, all the ones that you, we've mentioned don't really <laughs> grind my gears as much as NC2A. Grind my gears? All right, <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you caught it. I was just thinking if you caught on on that. No, yeah. uh, but the NC2A one, that one kind of bothers me. I'm not gonna oh, lie. whatever. But, uh, but anyway. I don't care. Either way, the NCAA sucks as a, as a union or not a union, but uh, an entity. Yeah. So the NC2A championship game yeah. happened. And, uh, well, first there was a semifinal since our last show. They and sucked. What, just Both horrible. blowouts. Both blowouts. Syracuse had no business being in the Final Four. It was proven by UNC when they finally spanked that ass. Uh-huh. Uh, and Villanova, wow. That was the surprising one, right? Because Buddy Heal, bro. I mean, Villanova's been good all year. They've been a number two seed. But there were some people that had them going out as early as uh, against Miami in, yeah. the, in the Sweet 16. So, But, man, they've had such an impressive run through this, uh, through this tournament. And, well, I mean, proven by the fact that they're now the champions. But... They had such an impressive run through this shit. They played defense. And I told you, I was watching that UM game, and I'm like, man, Villanova's playing out of their minds right now. They won't miss a shot. Their defense is like everything Miami's uh, getting, they're really working hard for, you know? Okay. And it was that way throughout the entire thing. So they took out maybe the best player, or what most people thought should have been the the most outstanding player of the the season, and Buddy Heald, Mm -hmm. and Oklahoma, which was uh, picked by many to be the champions. Yeah, it's it's funny because in our bracket alone... And in uh, uh, the Lemon City Live bracket that we yep. did online, we had one person pick Oklahoma. People were picking UNC. People picked a lot of different teams, but nobody picked Villanova, a two seed. So nobody won the axe, that part of it. But yep. um, overall, do got to give a shout out to uh, Chimps with Quiffs. Ah, uh, yes. Chimps with Quiffs. Yep. They're the winners of the first nice. annual Lemon City Live uh, tournament challenge. We'll send them out a nice little grab bag of little goodies and yeah, yeah you're getting some uh lemon city swag lemon city swag and uh you're also getting a, a nice little congratulatory video yeah yep. we'll send the video Pat. okay <laughs> so and um and in second place was some espn bracket that they didn't identify themselves yeah whatever it's all irrelevant the vargas bracket number three let's actually Second-tier. talk to <laughs> let's actually talk about what actually matters yeah which was the championship game mm-hmm. now i didn't see the first half I didn't care. I tuned out, right? Uh, I kept up just because I was interested in the matchup. UNC's got a bunch of guys that look like they're going pro. Yeah. Uh, Villanova's probably been the best team throughout the entire tournament. Who, so who it are you going for? Matchup. Who are you going for? I didn't for? know. And I texted you guys this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know because I, I didn't care that Villanova had eliminated Miami, which was my team. That's the team I was going for. Yeah. But I didn't care that Villanova had eliminated Miami. I just had no rooting interest in the final game. And I'm not one of those guys that says like, oh, uh, you know, it'll make if UNC wins, it'll make the ACC look better, right? Oh yeah, I hate the conference I, I, guys. I, I, I hate care. the conference guys. Yeah, like hate uh, that know. those SEC conference guys. Yeah, they're I, the I, worst. I oh man, my team is so good. My conference, our conference, our conference. Fuck you. Fuck the conference. Yeah, I don't care. Like I, I don't care. Yeah. It's not gonna make me think more or less of the conference. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter. But man, like I okay, so I didn't I didn't care much. I'm at the gym and I get a notification saying that UNC is up by five. At the half. And I'm like, okay, UNC's probably going to take this game. Villanova's luck has run out. And it wasn't that way, man. By the time I get home from the gym, mm-hmm. there are about, I don't know, a little bit more than 10 minutes left in the second half. And Villanova's up. Villanova's up by like five or seven. And they kept that until they even built up a lead to 10. And during all that, now we start texting. 
like Gus was also watching the game. So we start texting about that. And I'm like, man, I find myself rooting for UNC. Uh And I didn't know why. And I thought, you know, maybe like now I'm trying to analyze myself psychologically. (laughs) Was it because they beat Miami? What kind of fan am I? Yeah, I'm like, Uh was it because they beat Miami? Like, am I rooting because UNC is like the team that I know more, you know, because I like I'm a fan of the big school or I I don't know. Are you becoming a conference guy all of a sudden? I think it was because, no, definitely not. (laughs) But I think it was because I felt, I kept feeling like Villanova was getting lucky, you know. They were fucking hitting everything, man. I felt like they could have shot backwards with their eyes closed and it was going in. They were hitting so many jump shots and UNC was working. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know, but I it just It was pretty felt, ridiculous. I, I, it was insane. Like, everything they put up. I felt like I was watching the fucking uh, the Warriors. It was crazy, man. The 50-50 balls were going to them. Silly turnovers by UNC. UNC missing layups. Uh, U- by the way, UNC played such an irregular game uh, because... Now, I don't follow, I'm not fucking Jay Williams or Jay Billis, you know, so I don't mm-hmm. follow uh, college basketball. None of the Jays? But apparently, yeah. But apparently they had been like the third worst jump shooting team all season. Everything they've done, they've done inside. They have a great uh, uh, prospect, uh, NBA prospect in Bryce Johnson. So he works inside. Oh, okay, you're talking about the UNC? UNC, okay. yeah. So he works inside. They get a lot of their points in the paint. But in this game, they were like, what was it, 11 for 16 from three? Yeah, At the made- end of it, they were seven and nine in the first half. So they were getting all of their stuff outside. So they were playing a very regular game, UNC was. I don't know. It was an interesting national championship. And then, of course, that last five minutes was fucking insane. Marcus Page was playing out of his mind. I know. I mean, you're not talking much, but I know you didn't really see it. Yeah, because I was... Um, <laughs> well, the night before Sunday was the Walking Dead season finale. There yeah. you go. That's And uh, I was going to watch it. Had uh, some other stuff going on. So, of course, I DVR the whole season Every season, and um, Edwin's a true professional. I'm a true professional. <laughs> so the next day, I was like, national. I honestly, I totally forgot about the national championship game, and I said, and I committed to, you know, my girlfriend. I said, hey, yeah, let's watch the season finale. Mm-hmm. And it was more because I was tired, dude. The whole day Monday was nothing but avoiding spoilers for what happened in in, in, <laughs> in The Walking Dead. That they, I couldn't go on social media. I couldn't go anywhere. I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what happened, what happened? And I if I finally I got home from uh, from school and everything, and I was like, hey, you know what? I can't do this anymore. We're watching it tonight. <laughs> we're watching it tonight. I don't care what time we're watching it. So we started watching it, and then we, we you know, I'm not going to give any spoilers on the show, but it was phenomenal. And then I watched the, uh, the the show that comes after, which I also DVR, The Talking Dead. Talking Dead. So then I get all the, you know, everything that just that I just processed for that 90 minutes uh, finale. You need to know how to feel. Oh, man. I, yes. So, you need them to tell so, you. So that's the best thing about The Talking <laughs> Dead, dude. That's the best thing. It's like you just watch something, you're processing everything, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, and then you go somewhere where a guy tells you, come here, this is, we're going to talk about it right now. <laughs> you know, this is, let's let it out. Can we get this back to the next feel. championship game? It is, it is. I'm getting there, and it's good. And uh, so anyway, I was watching this, and that's when I texted you guys that I you, like I remembered that there was a championship game. Was oh shit! There's somewhere during a commercial, kind of a basketball game going on tonight. Yeah, <laughs> the reason that the entire NBA schedule is on hold. Exactly. So to be honest with you, I I I remember like flipping to it at some point and seeing that Villanova was like I think up two or down two or something like that. Then reading your guys uh, back and forth about who to go for, I was naturally going for Villanova because I don't like UNC. I'm a Duke fan, so. You're not a Duke fan. I'm a Duke fan, bro. Jesus. Christ. Hey, by the way, Tuesday they're doing a Bobby Hurley movie. Watch it on ESPN at Jokes. ten. And uh, it's important to me. Very important. You gotta watch it. So I'll be watching the Walking Dead. No such thing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so 
you know, I hate Christian Leitner. No, I don't. I love oh, Christian Leitner. Shit. Oh, Marlins game's back on? Yeah, Marlins game's back on, but that's interesting. They put in David Phelps from the bullpen instead of going with Adam Conley again. That's amazing. Well, I mean, he had a shitty first <laughs> inning, but still. like. Well, we're going to talk baseball. Let's get back to the long. really important Walking Dead here. We can't um, do play-by-play play here, guy. Yeah, let's get Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure we'll be sued for that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I didn't see any other game, especially the important parts. I saw afterwards when I started noticing my, you know, my news feed was blowing up with this ending, and you guys like, what the hell? Uh, and then your so eloquent uh, uh, tweet that you put out. What? Dude, that was the proper reaction. To what I was I just like, saw. what the fuck is this, man? Well, what about Everybody the one before? Everybody knows what he was talking about. Yeah. Man. So, what about the one before? I was like, what did I just see? Could have been, you could have hashtag national championship. Okay, okay, that one. Yeah, yeah in context. You. So anyway, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't, bitch. I didn't watch any of it, but watching the replay of it, that was phenomenal. I mean, the Marcus Page shot, insane, insane. Should have been. We'll forget it. Yeah, that's it's. People might remember for the short term, I think, but in the long term, it's just going to be race. And Chris Jenkins' name is now forever, you know, immortalized as one of those yeah. guys. Like I don't know, you won't know this because I think you're in Cuba. Fuck. But Ty, no, hey, no, he's a famous uh, Ty Sedney for UCLA in '95. Mm. Did the shot where he took it coast to coast, drove in like just running it, went through people, weaved, did a layup, and won the game for UCLA, which went on to win the national well, championship. It was the first time since 95 that there was a buzzer beater. Mm -hmm. And it was the first ever jump shot buzzer beater in yeah. national championship history. Man, no, no it's insane. insane. It's the whole... It was such a crazy play. So there are under 15 seconds left, and they inbound the ball, and Marcus Page gets it, like, I don't know, maybe six, seven feet from the three-point line, and the, the Villanova defender goes for an ill-advised steal at that point, when really you just want to keep the guy in front of you. Yeah. He goes for the ill-advised steal. He thought he was going to be the hero of the game. And Marcus Page all of a sudden finds himself open. So what's he thinking? Got to shoot. Easy. I'll take a couple steps, shoot this three, tie the fucking ball game. He didn't account for the help defender. And then that guy comes in, meets him at the top of the arc, has to double clutch, jump, and before he gets down to the ground, releases this fucking lefty three, which he is lefty, so yeah. it's not like he was shooting with his offhand. That would have been impressive. Yeah. Somehow, so like shoots, some off-balance, off-hand three-pointer to tie the game. Runner, like, yeah. fuck you. That like should have won. Tracy McGrady commercial. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> so, that should have won. He, dude, he hits the fucking amazing three to tie the game at 74, and that was it, right? This is, this is it. This is UNC basketball. This is the history books. This is their moment. They just came back to take out. You know, so it was similar. It was similar to the OT. They're gonna fucking. That's it. They're it was similar to that uh, conference championship game between Cincinnati and UConn earlier. Remember where the Cincinnati hits the three to Triple to over, tie quadruple mm -hmm. overtime, triple overtime. Something. No, Cincinnati hits the three to to put them up three with like uh, 1.8 seconds. They start celebrating yeah. and because of it, the defenders left open to shoot a three-fourths length exactly. three-pointer and tie. It's the it ties game. the game and then they win it in overtime. That's insane. Unreal, so man. yeah, but that one I think. As far as like last second shots, that one, that whole drama at the end of that UConn game surpasses it. But the fact that the, this was a national championship, that's the magnitude is it surpassed. Yeah, it, it was the national championship game that we deserved. Yeah. And we deserved overtime. Man, it was unbelievable. So then fucking whatever his name is, the white boy point guard from Villanova, Archipelago. Archipelago. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so that fucking guy, he, he takes it up with four Tournament MVP. Tournament, MVP. Tournament MVP. Yeah. Final Four, so most valuable player. Know his name? You and should, but it's Archipelago for now. So okay, so he <laughs> brings it up the fucking like court. We are yeah. very well researched here. We don't have our research uh, stat desk 
covered today, so it's uh, running a little white shorthanded. Guy point guard who's not going to make the no. NBA. That's all you need to know. Yeah, the intern's not here today to give okay. us those stats. So, yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm missing my coffee. So, uh, he fucking inbounds the ball in 4.7 seconds, 4. seconds left. Uh, the UConn, not UConn, fucking UNC was deathly afraid of fouling and putting them on the line, so they didn't do the entire full-court press. They applied some pressure, but both guys start gravitating to Archipelago. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it leaves the inbounder open who he, who's trailing the play the entire time. Only the guy whose sole purpose on that fucking team, the only reason that guy exists is to shoot threes, Chris Jenkins. Yeah. They took him out to play before defensively, the one that Marcus Page hit the three because he sucks defensively. Yeah. But good old number two comes up trailing, and he fucking pulls up like two feet behind the three-point line. And as the fucking clock is winding down, he hits the three-point shot. Villanova wins. Houston goes crazy. Lit. And hashtag if you've been, lit. Hashtag lit. And if you've been living under a rock for the past you know, few days or week now, yep. almost, um, yep. check out our Twitter feed. We, we, we posted the video. It's insane. I saw so, Chris Jenkins. Uh, I, like, I saw him just, uh, during the UM game. He mm-hmm. hit a bunch of threes. Yeah. Like, the guy is a jump shooter. That's what he does. Fucking how man. did he get so far? Man, 4.7 seconds. Like, that's a tough way to lose for UNC. And, Can't leave him that know, wide open, man. No, but you know what's like the all best? all these guys, Bryce Johnson, Marcus Pace, they were all crying after the game. Yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I mean, this... Uh, Roy this... Williams says he feels inadequate. Like, it was just so... Oh, Roy bad, Williams man. looked this... devastated after oh, the game. UNC team is like a bunch of older guys. It's not like those one-and-done guys. Yeah, Marcus Pace is a senior. All yeah. their point guard. Bryce Johnson, I believe, is a sophomore. So, so they're, it's not a bunch so of one-and-done guys. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was definitely uh, an experienced team, but so was Villanova, man. Hey, I yeah. give it up to them, man. They they played the perfect storm the whole tournament, which is like what like I like last week's show where I told you the the UConn story, yeah. where you know I looked like an idiot for not picking UConn and saying, oh no, they're gassed and they're tired, <laughs> yeah. and Kemba Walker just blew up. That's what Archipelago did the whole tournament and this whole team did, you know. But um, but that Jay was right. Jay Wright. Jay Wright, man, in a six thousand dollar suit or whatever. How cool, much? Cool, th- cool as as the night, bro. That Dude. guy is fucking. Like, okay, so he just bang. That's all he says. That's all he's got to say yeah. for the game-winning shot of just his walks fucking off. career. He just says bang. The guy hits it, and he goes to shake Roy Williams' hand. Like, are you fucking kidding sex. me? Sex. Sex. I didn't like that. That I didn't like because I like the passion. I like. Yeah. I want to see Jim Valvano running off, running off the court, going, <laughs> "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Ah! Like, I want to see that emotion, man. Like that, that, that kind of like. Uh... There is this to be said about it. It's not like he was going to lose the game on that shot. Yeah. At most, at worst, he goes to overtime. Yeah. You know, yeah. so he wasn't losing. He drew up the play, and then he saw Chris Jenkins wide fucking open. The guy's a 39% three-point shooter for the season. Mm-hmm. He knew that shot was going in. Yeah. He said, bang. He was cool as hell, man. Just turns to Roy Williams to go shake his hand. Didn't even fucking party. Oh, man. And that, that, Until later. That and kind then, of, yeah, I'm sure later he, he got slept in a bed of women. Oh, man. I don't know. Is he married? I'm, <laughs> I don't know. He's a good-looking guy, right? And yeah, yeah, he has yeah. those. I know he has like expensive custom made suits. He wore like a two thousand dollar suit, or six thousand dollar suit, or something like that. Just sex. But that sex. was that was Monday, and then Tuesday was the women's national championship game. Lit. UConn won by like a hundred and sixty. Easy. What was their average? What was their total margin of victory in the tournament? It had to have been like three or four hundred points, right? Las Vegas had them at seven hundred to one to win that. Legit. You had to bet seven hundred dollars to win one dollar. You had to lay down seven thousand dollars. To win one hundred dollars, yeah. you had to lay down thirty-five thousand dollars, <laughs> okay, to win seven thousand or whatever, right? No, I mean uh, five five thousand. I don't know, my math sucks. Unreal. But um, or no, five hundred? Yeah, five hundred. Something like that. But no, it was 
$35,000 to win $500. Yeah. Four-time back-to-back-to-back-to-back national champions. That uh, Brianna Stewart girl, she's the uh, tournament MVP for the fourth year in a row. That's undone. Nobody's even done it three times in any men's or or women's. She's your new Maya Moore. She's your new... Oh, she um, she surpassed them all, man. That's the greatest, greatest Dookie of... Oh, not Dookie. Greatest uh, Husky of all time. But the best thing about the Women's National Championship game was the Mike Tyson tweet after the game that he deleted. yeah. (laughs) Yes. Congrats to hashtag University of Cincinnati... Spelled wrong. Cincinnati spelled it wrong. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag women's basketball team for winning for national championship win four years in a row. Hashtag awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Among the best hashtags that I've heard you know, in a while. Hashtag awesome. Yeah, hashtag awesome is up there. <laughs> Along with hashtag rapist. Okay. Oh, okay. From Larry Nance Jr. And uh, was it Magic Johnson uh-huh. has a bunch of weird tweets. Have you seen his? Hashtag basketball. Yeah. Like he's done some weird <laughs> shit. Like the guy that. is like, a, he's like the scroll Magic on ESPN. He just lets you know what happened. Yeah. He has no opinion. Oh, Magic Did Johnson you ever hear, is the worst what was, Twitter man, follow, I forget. Man. Yeah. I forget what baseball player it was, but when this whole uh, PED thing, the latest one came out, and then uh, you know that uh, Bastardo, Antonio mm-hmm. Bastardo or whatever his name is, yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. reliever for the Phillies at the time, some baseball player, like, he tweeted out, man, and I fucking forget his name, but he tweeted out, he goes, uh, the reason that I, I uh, retired, it was the reason that he retired, the reason he retired was because he lost the last roster, roster spot during spring training to Antonio Bastardo, and he hashtagged asshole. That's what he got. <laughs> <laughs> <Hashtag> asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying that's to. That's awesome. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's uh, I think that's enough for our basketball coverage. Any final words on the? That's uh, more than I expected out of you. You didn't even fucking watch the game. Yeah, I know. But I give you that good insight, that good hot take right there. Yeah, you know? super hot. Um, <laughs> on the Talking Dead. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> we gotta do a we gotta do a Talking Dead show. No, we don't. What? No? I don't even watch the show, man. You should. Unless they, they play football on the show. I used to watch shit. The Walking Dead, but then I gave up on it, man. And this happens to me a lot with shows that aren't like on a week-to-week basis. Mm-hmm. It just, when the story drags out too long, it just starts to become too much for me. Stop being a bitch. And I think a lot of that is because like I, I tend to binge watch a lot. Of, like I didn't get into The Walking Dead until like season three. Okay. So I binge watch the first, you know, a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And I don't give myself time to, like, miss the show. You know, you have that six-month hiatus or whatever. Yeah, now until, like, October. Exactly. So I maybe that's what happened to me, but it, it, it happened to me back in the day with Lost. It happened to me with, like, all of these big shows that I used to watch. Yeah. When it's the same story over and over again, and then you resolve one thing at the end of the season, and then there's just more regurgitation at the beginning of the next, and you start mm-hmm. creating new drama, I just, like... I'm like, oh, here we go again. That's so hipster. Uh, uh. So, yeah, man. <laughs> and that happened to me with The Walking Dead. I just like, I don't know. In one of those seasons, I was just like, oh, man, I fucking had enough. You know, yeah, I, I just I, can't I, keep doing this I, drama. I, I don't watch novellas, you know? Yeah, no, I get you. I get it. But this uh, this Saturday, I mean, Sunday, and since The Walking Dead's over, now on Sunday, instead of The Walking Dead, it's going to be Fear of The Walking Dead Season 2 starts. So you watch that thing too? Dude, that thing is actually scarier than The Walking Dead. It, because it's a different element of scary. It's supposed to be like... Uh, it's how it started. Oh, okay. And okay, it's, yeah. it yeah. takes place in Los Angeles. Yeah, because I remember the first episode of The Walking Dead. Rick, you know, he goes up to that girl and then all of a sudden he wakes up from yeah. his coma and that's it. Apocalypse done. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's, it's post-apocalypse. This yeah. is like where the apocalypse actually starting. So it's a different level freaky. Like the first season, 
um, the, there's one episode where everybody's rioting out on the streets of LA and people don't know and there's like like it's getting nuts and shit. Like I you imagine, can relate to that. I imagine you and Cindy like on a cold like on a like on a on a dark Sunday night just watching it here in your apartment, oh, cuddled up on the couch with dude, your two I'm, schnauzers is, and just being fucking terrified. Hell yeah, dude! This is Walking <laughs> Dead Central. The zombies bro. are gonna come knocking on the door. This is uh, Walking Dead Central, man. I love it. But um, but I'm telling <laughs> you, it's, get get a chance to watch Fear the Walking Hipsters Dead. Hipsters are like zombies, huh? Hipsters are kind of like they zombies. Totally look like and you live in Hipsterville. I know. And you, what are you? I'm not a hipster. Oh my god! Here we go again. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not doing this suburbs. again this week. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You would. You would. You'd ride your bike to fucking Whole Foods every day if you could. Oh my god. Anyway, um, so watch The Walking Dead. No, uh, let's that. transition over to because I'm looking at a picture of Magic Johnson wearing. Uh, he tweeted out, "I'm ready for Dodgers opening day." Hashtag caps on. Hashtag we love LA, and he's got his Dodgers hat on. Well, okay, but I'm okay with that one. Yeah, that one's fine. Yeah. So that's what, no, I just saw it, and it's reminding me of our little caps on picture, which I reluctantly put on that. He's a minority owner for I'm a, the Dodgers. I'm a minority fan. Not because he's black, but minority <laughs> because like, <laughs> he owns a little piece. <laughs> but um, man, I tell you, it's Marlins go go go. Tell us about opening day. Tell us, give us okay, your. Okay, so I went to opening day. I know you guys did not, yeah. but I make it a point to go to opening day every year. I don't think I missed one since I was like in high school, man. I Damn. fucking love that shit. It's just my favorite day of the calendar. I'm biased, what's your best, obviously, what's because your best, baseball's my favorite season. What's your best opening day memory? Um, I have a couple, actually. Opening day. The one that I went to. You know, man, you put me on the spot, but I'm not sure. I'll tell you I, mine. Uh, okay, go ahead. All right. Um, I have a couple. There's one that we went to like four years ago where um, Joe Jack Buck, Buck, what was his name? Joe Buck. Joe Buck. The he had a granny. He had a granny. We had just gotten him from the Toronto Raptors. I mean, Ra- Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing basketball before he came to be the catcher of the Marlins. That guy. He was. Uh, we had just gotten him from the Toronto Blue Jays. He had that twenty home run season. Yeah. And he opens up the season with an opening day grand slam. Man. Yeah. I remember awesome. that game. I remember that. We game. went together. We we was a large group of us and we were tailgating and doing yeah, everything. Well. I remember when he hit the home run. I was in the parking lot for some reason, drunk, and I ran into some friends. <laughs> That's what go. I remember. Because <laughs> I hear the home run and I'm like, oh, what? And then you guys texted me, hey, and then yeah. I went. Up to where we were sitting. To right center, yeah, yeah. So that that's one funny memory that I have, and then the other one is a sad memory I have. You remember the year? I think it was, I want to say 10, 2010? 2010, when uh, Emilio Bonifacio came out and hit that inside the park home yep, run and I everything. That one. Mm-hmm. So I had tickets to that game. I was like, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, okay. I had tickets to the game. I was gonna go. It was like, you know, I was I was a I was a fan back then, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm getting ready to go to the game. I had to work that morning. And at work, dude, I had been dealing with a uh, horrible toothache for like a couple of weeks and I had an appointment to get a root canal like two days later. I was postponing it. Yeah. I was like, no, I'll just get it later. Get it later. I want to go to this game. Dude, the pain hit that day. Emergency root canal that day, dude. Damn. I'm watching that game laying in my bed in so much pain, like post-operation. Uh, I was just That's like, uh, and I'm watching this guy hit the, I'm like, go, 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 yeah. Bike it in, bike it in. You know, so. <laughs> Total bitch, dude. That <laughs> shit hurt, man. But um, those are my two. That and then uh, opening day at the new ballpark in 2012. Yeah, I, well, that's the one I missed. Ah. Actually, now that you mentioned it, that's the one I missed. I wasn't able to go to that one. The tickets for that game were impossible to yeah. get, man. Unless you wanted, you know, you were willing to dish out like $500 a ticket to sit in the fucking 300 section. Yeah, no, I so, uh, I, I bought them at face value and I was um, section seven. Like, yeah, it was just back. like, it was a big deal, right? Yeah. We were in the middle of the LeBron James thing, right? Because he came over in 2010 after the, 2010, uh, mm-hmm. the 2010 season ended. So uh, 2010, 2011, yeah. that was the beginning of the LeBron James thing. Uh, you know, the Dolphins win every offseason. So going into every season, like Miami was big on the sports. Yeah. 11, 11, 11. I'll never forget it. November 11, 2011, 
The Marlins had that feed on their uh, on their website to announce the new uniforms, the new yep. rebranding of the team. We knew it was going to be Miami Marlins. I remember right? all of us commenting and talking about it, and yeah. we were all disgusted by the uniforms. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and the new ballpark. And then I kind of came around to it. So then they make all those free agent acquisitions. Jose Reyes, yeah. uh, Heath Taco Bell. Uh, they get... Because uh, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy, man. Fuck that guy. Um, who was he? Uh, Mark Burley, right? Mark so we Burley, get all these big players. Reyes. And then that was such a big deal. Such a big deal. The new stadium. They were opening up the Cleveland. No, we felt, I felt they like a real. Those Brazilian dancers. I felt oh, like yeah. we had a, a professional team for like two months that season. Yeah. I felt like we were a real Major League Baseball team. Then well, we. A then, month, then the fire sale happened. Then they traded everybody. They traded everybody and then it's like, okay, yeah, we're the Marlins so again. A little bit, we're horrible. A little bit more than a month into the season, we were in first place in the East. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, and then Fidel Castro, uh, <laughs> the Fidel Castro comments by yeah, Ozzy Gia yeah, and everything. Fucking Ozzy Gia, bro. With the, Miami actually felt like it had a real baseball team for about two months up Things until up until Man- the first trade, which was Hanley was the first one gone, right? Hanley and was then the they, then they, um, but by that point, else. I mean we were out of it. No, bro, it's whatever, whatever. I mean, that's no, discussion man. for another day. I'm not gonna right, do right. it. Right, I understand. But um, but anyway, that was uh, you know, opening day. So tell us. About, you know, on when was the opening day? Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, April 5th was opening day. And this was actually one of the best ones I've ever been to, man, because the game was really good. Uh, did it we didn't win? start off very well. No, we did not. Okay. It didn't start <laughs> off very well because Wei Yin Chen was getting fucking rocked. He, hit, he gets hit on the arm, and Ian Kinsler killed us in that two-game series. He was just a fucking hashtag asshole, okay? So, but we get off. We're down 5-0. And mm-hmm. then in the sixth inning, D. Gordon gets the first hit of the game. And it's a double that actually turned into a triple because J.D. Martinez, yeah, Verlander, the, the Tigers right fielder, kind of uh, fumbled the ball a little bit. Verlander had like a no-hitter going through through five, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. So then, uh, man, it was just awesome because that sixth inning, things get fucking awesome. D. Gordon hits he, he hits that double. How he much are we down? We're down, what, 5-1 or 6-1? We were down 5-zip. 5-0. 5-0. And then in that third inning, Marcelo Zuna plates D. Gordon and Giancarlo Stanton hits a home run off of a hanging slider. Oh, Burlander. man. Okay, okay. Right? So it was 5-3. Hold on, hold on, hold on. the bottom on. of the six. Stop right there. Stop yeah. right there. That home run. Because yeah. I was watching the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rooting for Detroit. And, oh, um... Fucker. This is guy. I can't. <laughs> and, it took him uh, like all the two innings to hop off the Marlins. Let me tell you. This season. Let me tell you. The... Uh, some years, a couple years ago, we when we were just a blog, we did a really cool um, article about the ten monster dongs of Stan's career. Yeah, this opening day dong, if it's not in the top ten, it's just outside the top. You thought 10. that was impressive, dude. You don't understand. From your perspective at the stadium, it was different. From TV, the camera guy couldn't find the ball. The camera guy panned out to the biggest wide shot he could, yeah. and you never saw the ball near. All you see is it dropping. It That's was, how much of a moonshot this it guy hit. No it doubter, hit man. the it stadium. A, yeah. It hit the ceiling, and it felt like it, we're like, "Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Oh, there it is!" It just came down. It was a no doubter. Yeah, yeah, sick, bro. It didn't sick, hit the sick, ceiling, sick. but yeah. I know. But it felt like it from when you're yeah. watching it on TV. It was it just was, like, "Where the, the hell thing did that is, ball like, go?" He got he got kind of fooled on that pitch. John Carlos Stanton, the, the book's been out on John Carlos Stanton. You get him in a known two hole, you're going to strike him out because he's a sucker for the slider down and away. Just like he was last night. What did he swing at oh, to God. end the game? Fuck that guy. But, <laughs> so, and man, like, he was fo- totally fooled by that pitch. His hips had gone, and at that point, he just threw his fucking hands at it. And still, he hit a monster moonshot. It was a no doubter. As high as it was, this thing was still a no doubter. To yeah. left field, the game is 5 3. The stadium is fucking rocking. We're finally back in this bitch. And then they bring up Brian Morris in the top of the ninth. And he gives up two straight fucking home runs, back-to-back home runs. That guy. It's seven. It's seven four at that point because earlier in the game, uh, was it Christian Yelich played at home? D Gordon who hit a triple. Mm-hmm. 
7-4, and the Marlins come back, dude, in the bottom of the ninth to tie it 7-7. Seven seven. It was awesome. Justin Upton makes that incredible catch in left field off of the yeah, stadium. No, no. of a real liner. Yeah, but this is, this is, you saw this coming, bro. You saw Amazing. this coming. Amazing. Yeah, but, dude, the stadium was rocking. More than 35,000 people, and a few of them had gone at, you know, 7-4, top of the yeah. ninth. People were going home. But, but what was, about yesterday's game, it was man? Packed, it was man. disappointing to see the small crowd. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was disappointing Yesterday, to see I went out crowd. to go see Jose Fernandez pitch, my boy Cuban Jesus. And, uh, Should be Jesus? Man, the Marlins <laughs> just couldn't do anything for him. They couldn't give him any early offense. It was it was tough to see. Dude, he struck out 13, bro. It, that was awesome. I think it was out of 17 outs. He comes he, out and he, he strikes he out the side in the top of the first. But he One, two, three, including Miggy. Yeah, but the, the, the crazy stat line from yesterday's game was out of the... I think he was responsible for 17 outs on the field, and 13 of them were by strikeout. That's I was insane. surprised. Yeah, he, he had 13 Ks. I was surprised how far they let him go. He, yeah. he, was he a little got over almost 100. like 110 pitches. A little bit over 100. I was day. surprised because, you know, for a guy that they've been really careful on mm -hmm. and they're going to be really careful with uh, this year, I was surprised they let him go that far. But he only got to five and two-thirds. All right, so, well... I mean, you know, it was just he was striking out too many people, so he, he wasn't pitching. Well, I want to I want to transition from this, you know. Yesterday was a sad, sad this sad Marlins thing because this is going to go As on all season. captured by you. We're we're hundred. We're, we got one hundred and sixty games to go. Tell the people. Yeah. Oh, we got one hundred and sixty games to go. Yep. And uh, it's just going to be a long season for you. And I'm going to enjoy. Stop being a bitch. I'm going to enjoy are every right week. Now. I'm the Marlins are leading in the top of the third. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to enjoy every week don't. when we do this show, watching you just more and more sad. Like, I feel like you're going to age the way Obama did in his administration. You know, in 2008 when he came in, he had the nice hair. You're going to be full of gray hair at the end of the season, the just positive. sad and depressed. What? How dare you? It's just going to be horrible to watch because, as I stated, I am no longer a Marlins fan. I'm a baseball fan Stop and it. a player star fucker, like you guys like to call me. Tell me he wasn't rooting Total for the Marlins. On I was rooting game. for the Marlins for about no, he was. one inning. On uh, on opening day, and then I was like, "What am I doing?" It was really cool, man. They had the roof open, so they were able to do the flyover this year. Yeah. When that huge ass flag comes, I just like honestly, without your without your Marlins, you know, hate. Uh huh. It's just such a cool thing opening day. It is. Day, it man. is. That it is. Stadium that's, is packed. That's the extent. It's a new season. The big ass flag comes out. The flyover, yeah. right? So what? When the national anthem. That's it was the just extent. Are you, that's are you, you get goosebumps, you know, when you see this stuff. The I could flyover see. Comes I, I was by. able to. I saw the flyover coming from because. Uh, from my apartment here, faces uh, it faces uh, south. I could see yep. it coming from the east, going flying over the two jets. Because when they showed on TV, I was like, "Hey, let me look." And I look outside, and I see it going right it, over there. That it's was beautiful. Really cool. I literally like, I get goosebumps, man. It's awesome. Oh, Opening no. day, is so. So, beautiful. Edwin, are you actively rooting against the Marlins now? Yes. So rooting, you're rooting against Barry Bonds. I'm not rooting is what you're against. Saying. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna say that I'm rooting I'm against him. the Marlins. I'm rooting for certain players to do good. I like I like to see a Giancarlo bomb. I'm going to go to some games and wear, like, this Nationals hat that I'm wearing right now. Oh, boy. By the way, this is a Nationals throwback hat, just yeah, in case I know. you didn't know. I hate it. Um, I'm going to wear Saturday? my Pirates hat. I want to go see the Pirates play. I want to yeah. wear my Pirates gear. I would love to see the Pirates play. I want to see some Cubbies. I want to see all the... I'm, I'm excited about baseball, and that's what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about these players. This, this is a good time of the year. Yeah. We're excited. There's a lot of stuff going on. This is this is what it, I don't want to be depressed about the Marlins because you know what we're gonna get you on that all season you're and your depression is gonna eventually rub off on us. But okay, I'm not me, gonna let it. Realistically, realistically, I always root for the, the Marlins. If a month from now the Marlins are on a good run, okay. Listen, if 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 the Marlins a month from now are on a good run, where where are you gonna land in this whole thing? I I I'll, I'm gonna be very skeptical. It's just like man, that's that's so it's such a, honestly 
it's such an easy thing for you yeah, to be a fan. Yeah, that's fine. That's you know, fine. It's, such easy, it's so easy for you. You mm-hmm. know, hop off when they're not good and hop back on when they are. That's fine. That's not, that's not a fan, man. That's uh, not fine. Nah, Stop being you know? a bitch. Nah, it doesn't so matter. So you get to enjoy. I feel like. You get all of these. Stop being a bitch. I was watching, oh, no! I was watching the no. Panthers <laughs> game. I was watching the Panthers game the other day with my dad. Same. And he was literally yelling at the top of his lungs. Yeah. He's like, or like, uh, you know, we almost, uh, like, it was a near goal or something like that. And we missed it. He's like, ah! You know, he was doing that shit, and I'm like, seriously? Spin rate! You don't even know. Yeah, you don't even know who it was that shot that fucking thing. Tell me tell me the name of who slapped that that puck. Bustad. He has no idea. So, I, I feel like it's not it's not fair, man. It's not fair. Bro, stop. You don't get to be emotionally invested like I do, because then when they win, that's when it all counts. Oh, when Cubs, when the yeah. Cubs finally win a World Series, it's the people who have suffered for so long oh, that will enjoy it most. God. Not the guys who hopped off the bandwagon and then came back on just because now they have a good team. Cry me a river, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have bro. to agree with him, though. No, no. It, do, well, it yeah, doesn't matter. Boys, Look, every your boy's year, at the plate. Every year, I hope Baby he jacks one over the stadium. No, Look, fuck you. Every year, it's the same thing. I root for the Marlins. I get excited on opening you day. You never root for the Marlins. I, yes, I do. Every Stop. season, I get excited, and I root for them at the beginning. And then by June... July the latest. I'm off of it because I'm angry. It's a disappointment. The problem, the man, sucks, is you don't everything. apply. You don't apply reason I don't to this. Care, bro. It's been no, two no, games no, into no, the no, season. No. There are literally 160 games left. You're already off the bandwagon. No, that's the thing. This Take season, a look at the two games instead. This season, take a I look at them objectively. This okay? season, hold on, hold on. This season, I wasn't on the bandwagon. I've been off of it to start. I said it. I took that picture relu- reluctantly with our caps on just to appease you because I know. And I was doing. I was. An olive branch, bro, for you. Just to, to, to show a sign of good faith. I don't need this. You know, but... Uh, you don't even like olives. I don't like olives. I hate olives. I fucking so hate olives. I love olive oil, though. That's yeah, olive oil is awesome. Stuff. Yeah, that's really good. But no, I'm <laughs> but no, I'm telling you, this season, I'm going to enjoy baseball for what it is. I'm going to enjoy storylines. If the Marlins start having a good run, hey, good for them. I'll cheer them on, but I'm not going to get into it for them. It's and I'm not going like, to sleep over it. No, I want to enjoy baseball. There's a lot of better storylines. There's a lot of better teams. There's a lot better players look, that I'm going to enjoy watching. Just, I don't, Why don't you just switch sides? You know, root yeah. for another team. The problem is that the Marlins are in my city. I get to watch their everyday game. I get to go to the stadium. There's nothing better than having your team be a winner in your city. Yeah, but that's not going to happen while Laurie is the owner of this okay. team, bro. If it gets it's not going to happen while Laurie is the owner. July and the Marlins are competitive, you're it's telling not, me it's not Laurie's a fun thing to go the out players. to the stadium? I'm telling you, bro. You're going to just get ready for the inevitable, bro. The Marlins are going to suck. They're going to disappoint you this year. And Laurie is going to pocket all the profits, man. Okay. After what next profits? season. He's oh, dude, that's a giant ATM that's parked on the uh, that's parked yeah, that at Twenty Seventh Avenue, bro. That makes a lot of money. That guy makes more Marlins. money. The Marlins he make does. more money every year than any other franchise because of revenue sharing. They get to inherit all those profits, dude, yeah. and that's a fact. Loria okay. is banking on this season to collect all this money. He's banking on next season to bank in all that uh, All Star Game money, and then afterwards, when his contract is up, that he can then sell the team. He's gonna sell the team for over a billion dollars with the stadium, okay. and that's when I'm gonna start cheering that, for the Marlins when, when Harrison buys okay. the team, and okay. that's it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cheer for this guy. He's a crook. He doesn't give a shit about the fans he doesn't when give a Harrison shit about the team. the team he doesn't give a when shit about Harrison anybody here it's easy for him he, it's easy no, for no, him no 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 because i cheered for the marlins when they didn't have loria before loria proved it and showed his you true cheered colors for the marlins during loria I, no, exactly before he showed us what he really is what Bullshit. he's really capable of Bullshit. because in 2012 that's when he that's when we finally said you know what every year before that you've hopped off and on so many no, no, fucking no, 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 times hold on hold on hold on you've got I'm tired of, no no i'm gonna defend myself here because i'm tired of you always saying this prior to the reason i'm off of this is because the excuse was for all those years when we were at the shitty stadium was oh it's because we don't have a stadium and i was one of those guys i'm like bro we suck but you know what we don't have a stadium we can't fill up a stadium with seventy-four thousand yeah. people with baseball fans it just doesn't happen it, it always looks bad i i always made that excuse you know what we got the stadium 
We got everything. We gave him everything, and yet he still doesn't yield a good product. Why do you do this? I don't this? give a shit, bro. Every time, shit, every no. time we have this conversation, you put me in the awkward position to have to somehow be like a, a Loria apologist when I am not. You totally I am are. nothing of the sort. You totally The problem are. is that anything resembling the center, okay, the middle objective to you means uh, I'm showing sympathy or, or that I, I love Jeffrey Loria or that I, you know, I want him to, to have my babies. I, I don't understand point. why we always reach this point. Why can't you be objective about this? I proved to you that all of those moves they made selling the team in 2012, they all turned out well because those guys are fucking bums. Josh Johnson is giving out hand jobs for a fucking job set <laughs> in the fucking MLB, man. Come on. Oh, that bro, was our I, ace. I got tired of It all worked excuses. out. Yes, I wasn't okay with it at the time. But you can't tell me that, okay, because you always do this shit. This revisionist history, this whole hindsight is 2020. When it doesn't work out at the end of the season, oh look, we traded away Miguel Cabrera for a bunch of number one prospects, oh, and God, it didn't work out. That's the biggest trade rape of He's all time. Don't even yes, mention I understand that. It. I would love to have Miguel Cabrera on my team, but then you do that, but you refuse to do it the other way around. When Hanley Ramirez turns out to be a fucking bench slash utility player, when fucking Emilio Bonifacio can't get a job anywhere, when Josh Johnson is having his third Tommy John surgery, then you don't do the hindsight shit. Uh, no, I then do. you don't go they back got, and say like, damn, this front office made the right got move. Lucky. Be objective. For I once, am objective, man. and he got lucky for that. But I'm at the same time. We got lucky. lucky. He got lucky. Yeah, he got yeah, lucky yeah, yeah. on those trades. He yeah, did. Yeah, he, got lucky. he did. He got lucky on those he trades. He didn't get lucky. In he fact, Danny Echeverria has worked out to be a really good player. What I'm saying Henderson is Alvarez gave us a really good season. The dude Fuck is John Buck. pocketing money, and he still doesn't put anything back. He's still stingy, even though he has a lot of money. He could appease. I get it. From for for the baseball. No, the problem no, hold on, hold on, is I view I view the baseball transactions as baseball transactions. You view them with. Gloria made the baseball. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's hold on. the thing. Wait, wait, wait. So going into it, it's already contaminated. Listen, listen. Hold on, because you're, you're, you're. Yeah, don't roll your eyes at me. Don't you, don't you roll your eyes at me, dude? <laughs> I'm too fucking sick to be doing this shit. My throat hurts, man. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is this. Okay, you. Okay, baseball trades in those sense, it makes sense. I get it. But you know what? This guy has been. No, no. I'll it give makes you sense, that. But I don't care. No, I'll give you that. But the problem is not is not that is that the guy has such a damaged image with the fans. And he refuses to do anything about it. That's the problem. What he can he do give, about it? He doesn't give it. Bro, dude, show a little sign of faith with the fans and reinvest. Do something okay. that makes the okay. fans he did that. like you. He did that. And he doesn't do it. Uh, okay, again. He doesn't again, do it. Once again, somehow I find myself oh, defending go. Jeffrey Loria, you know, which it, I'm not doing. And I'm only doing this uh, objectively. I'm only doing this objectively. <laughs> I don't like Jeffrey Loria, and I wish he would sell the team to Mickey Harrison like you just said. But here's the thing. Now, you don't see that they just signed Wei Yin Chen for $80 million, that they just signed on a year that they didn't have to because he wasn't ele- he wasn't free agent. Uh-huh. He wasn't a free agent. They signed D. Gordon to five for $50 million. Christian Yelich is in the books for seven for 49. John Carlos Stanton has a $325 million contract. So you assured and kept these players that the franchise is rooting for, okay? The kind of guys that you want. The only one who isn't under wraps is Jose Fernandez, and that's because Scott Boris is his agent. Once again, I'm not defending Jeffrey Loria. I'm only looking at it objectively. They've tried to make the team better. Not every team can be like the fucking Dodgers who just spend $250 million a season and it's all good because the, the TV rights monies are coming in. That's not what I'm saying. I'm looking at it objectively. You wanted them to make moves? Okay, they made some moves this offseason. The same moves that most teams would have made because that's what was available to them. I just don't understand why you want them to spend reckless money. Okay? When you know that that's not what this team does. And there are plenty of teams doing it around the league, man. So... I'm not def- – why do you always put me in this position <laughs> where I have to be objective and then it sounds like I'm defending Loria because you go so far off the end. Just stop – just 
stop wildly fucking swinging from <laughs> edge to edge, man. Go somewhere in the middle. Stay level with me, okay? Oh, so man. that we can talk about this objectively. Was it a good baseball move? Was it a bad baseball move? I don't know if signing Wei Yin Chen to $80 million is a good baseball move. I think signing D. Gordon to a $50 million contract is a good baseball move. D. Gordon okay. is awesome. Okay. He's really let's good. Do, let's do this. And let's... signing him for $10 million a year might have been a bargain. He might but be my favorite. But to you, it doesn't matter. Because going into it, your waters are contaminated with the Jeffrey Loria fucking urine. Okay. You think D. Gordon's going to reach a 400 batting average again this season? No. 400? I hope he does. No. Yeah, he was, a, he was no 400 is, for a long time last season. I listened to his interview on the Dan Levertard show the other day. He says that he doesn't think anyone will ever... Famously, the last guy to hit 400 was Ted Williams yeah. when he hit 406. I don't think anybody will but finish no the season at 400. no one will ever hit. Dude, it's, just, it's rough, dude, with scouting reports and all there's, the analytics two, and pitchers doing more than they ever have, yeah. more arms coming out of the bullpen. There's two unattainable records in baseball. Joe 56 DiMaggio. games hitting streak and the 406 batting, 400 batting average. No one's ever going to do that. Bro. Insane, Impossible. man. It, it but can't I'm be done. saying, do it you think he'll reach that again like for and then keep it for an extended period of time no, like I mean, he did last there season? Now. I mean, maybe last at the beginning of the season for like now. a month, month and a half. Maybe at the beginning of the season kept, now because that's significant. I mean, that's significant. That's why he ended up yeah. as the batting title. You know, Victor Martinez is batting 1,000 right now. So. Hell yeah, he is from both sides of the plate. So No, there have been a few impressive ones. Ichiro hit like 370-something one year, right? Um, uh, Tony like, Gwynn ended up famously ended up that that uh, uh, strike shortened season. He yeah. ended up in the three nineties that season. You remember that? Yeah. Listen, I know, we all know. We all know. Me and Gus both know. We've seen your cubicle at work. This little Jeffrey Loria picture. You got an exterior <laughs> yeah. sign, Lasado uh, candle okay. that you light up every night. Yeah, you know, it's okay. I get it, bro. You're an apologist. We'll see how the season goes out. But me, I'm gonna I'm enjoy an apologist. It. Here we go again. But Read me, the article. I, I, I explain all of this in the article. Yes. Every single part of this, I explain in the article that we posted up on LemonCityLive.com. So if you agree with Hipster Rick on his point of view here, be sure to comment, tell us, tweet us, uh, I, comment I'm on not, Facebook. That's the problem. It's not agreeing with me on a point of view. I have no point of view. I'm only stating the facts. I'm hashtag facts only. Okay? Hashtag I love Loria. Anyway. Hashtag I'm being fucking objective. Hashtag it's not a point Samson of view. is my best friend. It's not an opinion. They did sign D. Gordon to five for 50. Okay? <laughs> It's not an opinion. All right. So enough of that. Am I but, a Marlins uh, fan? Yes, of course I am. Would I want them to do well? Yes, of course I would. Bryce Harper going to hit more home runs than last year? No. No? No. I think Bryce Harper's going to have a monster season again. I, I mean, like, is there any doubt that if John Carlos Stanton stays healthy, he's the odds-on favorite to, to hit the most home runs in the, in the NL? I feel like he leads every season until he gets injured. Well, the yeah. problem is, yeah, man, but it was so impressive. Because and then he Bryce still keeps Harper, the lead for like two Bryce weeks. Harper was the one that, <laughs> Bryce Harper was the one that surpassed him last year, and it took him a month after Stanton got injured to surpass him in home runs. Stanton is impressive, man. The problem yeah. is that, and this is why, right, this is why you pay sluggers the big money. If John Carlos ends up with a two hundred with a two fifty batting average, that's one for four. You know that that one time he hits the ball, if there's somebody on base, you just played it th- two to three runs. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. That's why you pay sluggers the big money. So the guy's got crazy home run power. But if he does end up getting injured, then I think Bryce Harper has to be the odds-on favorite to then hit the most home runs in the NL. No, I love that hair. Just love everything about okay. that guy. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I imitate that hair. Hey, John uh, Carlos Stanton make, just hit a single. Make baseball nice. fun again. Hat? Fuck yeah! Yeah, I I read that he's he's, he's he, got more stuff coming too. He's got like T-shirts. That's and stuff. awesome, man! I Dude, like I it. Hope, it's it's like his own little. Um, he, um, I hope he like uh, trademarked that shit. Yeah, he's gonna sell it. Yeah, I mean it, it's like his own little uh, campaign. You know, I yeah. like that he's doing that because he is he's the young exciting player in the NL. So if anybody has the voice to be able to do that and the the you know the the stage, it's him. Damn, Bryce, back at it again with the opening day home run. You didn't give me no props or love for that that tweet that I sent. Or that, that was nice, that but you copied you. my tweet. No. 
Well, well, that picture that I sent you, bro. Come on, that was good with the opening day home run. Okay, he's got good. more opening day yeah. home runs than anybody. He's good, man. Cash anyway, money. The kid's awesome. Think, what can I say? He's amazing. I think his little player. campaign would uh, be better off if he gets like Mike Trout on his side. He's part of the. No, youth. Mike Trout is no, no, the opposite. No, Mike Trout said he's old school guy. He doesn't. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Mike Trout is super like. So I'm saying he, he's he a very conservative so, I, guy, but that's what he needs. When he won the the, I remember specifically when he won the the All Star Game MVP. Yeah. Man, he was just so awkward up there. You know, yeah, it's like he didn't even want to speak. He's super baseball. Yeah. yeah, that guy is so baseball. You know, he's the, he's the guy who will go. I that's you not been good there for before. baseball, yeah. man. He's but, that guy. Yeah, but the, I mean, but don't the, step uh, on the mound. You don't cross my mound. Remember that guy, Dallas Braden? Don't step Dallas, on my mound. Dallas Braden, yeah, get God, off my mound, fucking A Rod. That's boy, what a fucking. I mean, he looks like Bulls of the Clown on baseball tonight. I can't stand him, dude. What's with that hair, bro? He's just I don't know. I don't like him. You know who I don't like, and I'm sorry to say this, man. You were at the Marlins game. Yep. But um, watching on TV, Preston Wilson's doing a good job filling in for Tommy Hutton, but it's not the same. Not the same, bro. I know, not the, the same, same at all. It isn't. And they have a rotation. Like today, uh, Eduardo Perez is, is at Washington. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't like it, bro. Which obviously is Tony Perez's son. And Tommy he's a former, Hutt, bro. Uh, Tommy Hutt, man. He's... Damn, bro. We need to get that guy on the show. We need to get him on the show. Tommy Hutt? Tommy Hutt, bro. I like that guy. Reach out to I'll work him a lot. 19 years, man, he worked for the fish. Yeah, bro. That was awesome. voice, bro. What's that? It's not that Preston Wilson is bad. It's just that he's not meshing well with. Rich Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. yeah. They're not meshing well. They have a rotation. Carpavano will do some this year. I, I don't I don't know. I just Tommy Hutton was the perfect color analyst. You know, he was a former baseball player, so you get that view. And he was comfortable in the setting. Mm-hmm. He was critical when he had to be, and that's what the Marlins didn't like. Mm-hmm. But he was a Marlins fan, you know, he he more than anybody. I remember when we were having that legend. horrible season, horrible season where we thought where we we won what was it, like seventy two games? Yeah. No. I don't know, man. We were having that fucking horrible season, right? Right yeah. after they sold all the players in 2013. <laughs> one of many. <laughs> uh, one of many. Guess, yeah. You just okay, described I'll, a lot of which different one? seasons. Pick, pick any. <laughs> pick any of them. What about it? So, uh, no, Tommy Hutton. You know, no, he, he was, was, he good, was rooting bro. for the Marlins. He's like, yeah. oh, this this old, like, he's tired. Why don't you just pick some young players to root for instead of focusing on, you know, a young, obviously rebuilding team? Uh, I told which, you, there was, there was uh, when I worked for AT&T uh, some years back, I met a guy who was from Atlanta, and he said whenever the Braves played the Marlins, he would watch the because uh, they had the MLB package. He would watch the broadcast from the Marlins uh, broadcast instead of the Braves because he enjoyed Walton. Rich and Waltz Hunt. and Tommy Hunt made a really good really team. really good team. But yeah, yeah. And the Marlins fans are gonna miss that because uh, uh, regionally the Marlins did uh, they they had nice numbers uh, on the in their own market, which is the story for baseball nationally. It's not very big, but uh, the television uh, the television numbers were pretty good for the Marlins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the base baseball is like an amazing league right now in a in a in a big the youth movement in baseball is awesome. I told you I picked Carlos Correa to uh, to be my MVP in the yeah. AL this year. The guy he's only started with three home runs in the first two no games. No big deal. Uh, the boy that uh, uh, Ruggy Odor, the second baseman for the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Uh, we got a shout out from Brian in Bahrain. Brian in Bahrain. The other day. That's right. He's so right, man. The guy he's got the little goatee hair. I don't going like on. the beard. I don't like the beard. goatee hair going on. Uh, I don't like it, man. The kid is 22 years old. He's a Venezuelan baseball player, and he's he had a nice end to the season last year. He had like three. He hits like above 350 in spring yeah. training. He had a very nice spring training, and he's got the second base spot in, in the Texas Rangers. Yeah. And a team that most people are picking to pick the AL, uh, to win the AL West. So I like the Rangers, man. I really, I, like, I really like that kid, and I like the Rangers. I picked year. the Rangers to go all the way a couple years ago when we did our uh, – well, when when we they did blog. go all the way? Well, well no. We, we, that was, they, I think they came in last place that year. Oh, that was – Yeah, <laughs> that two was years year ago. They yeah. all fell down after yeah. going to the World I, Series for a couple straight years. Yeah, because I really liked – I like the, you know, I like Prince. I like the Sinchuchu. I don't know. If, is Sinchuchu still there? Who? Sinchuchu? Yeah. He's still there. They That's got, they got name, bats, but yeah. Man. Yeah, isn't that his bat? Yeah. Isn't that his name? No. What's his name? It's uh, uh, Sinchuchu. 
Choo, choo, choo. Anyway, <laughs> we know <laughs> what we're talking about. But, uh, but no, and then... Yeah, I think... Shin Su Chu. Shin Su Shin Su Chu. Su shells, seashells by the seashore. Yeah. Um, that guy. <laughs> but no, and then they, Steve, Steve they got you Darvish. Yeah. They got Cole Hamels this year. Yeah. Well, um, you Darvish isn't back yet. He's, but he's going to be back. Be, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be that back. That one-two punch is going to be nice. Who's the, when you the get sh- to the fucking playoffs, Cole Hamels and you Darvish, that's a tough rotation to face. Who's but. the shortstop? Elvis? Elvis Andrews. Elvis Andrews. I don't yeah. Who's that third for them? What do you, oh, what do you think about – what's the first thing you think about when you think about Elvis Andrews? Brother, to, honestly, right now, recent memory, the two yeah. the two errors the Royals, against right? Toronto. Oh, my God. Oh, no, was it, no, it was against Toronto. Uh, yeah, sorry, against Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was tough, man. But, man, like overall, I think it's fair to say we're excited, and I'm looking forward to the next – you know, talking more baseball as the weeks go on. But um. But one other thing that I want to talk about, and I uh, want to close out the show with uh, some soccer talk, man. We uh, we did an event this weekend. Yeah. We were at the inaugural NASL. Um, Miami actually, FC inaugural game. Miami FC game for but the, the first NASL. game of the new NASL season. New yep. NASL yep. season. Uh, it was the the FL Clasico, the Florida Clasico. Yes. We were at Lockhart Stadium, um, and it was quite a. It was pretty cool, man, to to yeah. be there for the uh, the christening of a brand new franchise. It was awesome, man. But, I've uh, never. Well, I've told you guys, I've never seen a professional uh, soccer game before. Never. But we were at the first Miami FC game. Uh, it was, you know, even though it's second division here in the U.S., but mm-hmm. it's still good quality soccer. Yeah. It's Fort Lauderdale Strikers and our boy Steve, man. He hooked us up. Yeah. Right. He he got us all the things that we needed. We we got into the game. We were able to. Uh, we no, saw man. the the press conference after. How cool was that? Yeah, yeah, no, we, absolutely. We saw though. Nesto. We we uh we said hi to Ronaldo, man. The yeah, fucking I met Ronaldo phenomenon. too. So cool, man. No, the whole atmosphere there is great. Not just for you know for us, but for the fans too. It's it's a really really cool. Like you saw how how openly engaging it was for for um for the players and the fans to yeah. get to know each other. Like after the game, yeah, you saw the they bring out all the yeah. kids. Uh-huh. That part I've always that's one thing I've always said, man. If you if you a have a family, out, be in sports. Yeah, be in sports the was there. Yeah. That was a really cool thing. And on the same day that the classic was yeah, going exactly. on, how cool is that? They got like they got a ridiculous amount of promotion. Yeah. yeah. So wait, hold on. Let's uh, Gus, how do you feel about that classical loss, bro? It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, man. No, the, no hard feelings, bro. Really. I'm a Barcelona fan. Yeah. You know, you're, you're hey, second division Barcelona fan. In the grand scheme of things, that Clásico was probably the least meaningful Clásico I've ever experienced as Yeah, it means fan. nothing really? because, I mean, you always want to win that game, but... Uh, Barca already Barcelona, has the league wrapped up, bro. Yeah, Barcelona they had the league wrapped up. Like up. That points, game man. meant yeah. nothing uh, besides good. bragging rights. Yeah, but you don't want to lose to your rival at No, you know, it sucks. Look, the problem is it was a Cam, though. And they were off to a 1-0 lead, so they should have taken that game home. Yep. But you know whatever, whatever. Yeah, Swat is totally whiffed right in front of that goal, dude. Yeah. That was in the first half. That was that was, before. That it was, was still bad, zip-zip. man. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun though. It, but it, I, it, whatever. It, it's. But I thought it was I, got, really... I got over it quick. I got over. I got over it on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's time for fucking Champions League. Exactly. Thought, and uh, that was that was a. It, there's a oh, really good matchup coming up. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna talk Champions League. But I, I thought what I thought was really cool is that during the Classico in Spain, they actually plugged the Florida Classico during their broadcast. So yeah, it said you know stay tuned today. BN Sports is gonna be at Lockhart Stadium for Strikers Miami FC, which I thought was yeah. really really yeah, cool. Yeah, they have the deal, and our uh, you know our boy Steve assured us that he he's gonna they're gonna tweet out the schedule and let us know because exactly uh, the, the uh, national uh, broadcast schedule. Yeah, the BN Sports BN Sports has a, a deal with all of NASL, but they're not gonna broadcast every single game in every single yeah, market or games, whatever. Certain certain so, games every weekend. Yeah, when the yeah. Strikers are on so now we have season passes to go to the uh, uh florida strikers game so look for us we're going to be out there yeah all the time we're also trying to get uh the miami fc connection because we want to support our local team as well yeah so we miami fc and this this week the strikers are either off or they're away at minnesota the strikers are off no, and the, next week they're away in minnesota yeah so this week miami though, fc is opening uh, yeah they're at home. they're home, they're the home openers time, yeah. uh against Saturday, tampa against tampa, tampa. Bay rowdies 
Can you name a guy on the Tampa Bay Rowdies? No fucking idea. How about if I told you that Freddie Adu is on the Tampa Bay Oh, I really? did know that. Yeah, dude. I didn't know that. I did know Freddie that. Somebody Adu, from man. work just told me that the other day. 16 years old, and he was playing for Team USA, bro. Unbelievable. And Phenom, he was playing for uh, DC Division United, too. Yeah, man, that guy's... He, he didn't pan out what he was supposed to. Hell no, he didn't. He didn't, but man, I, would, would you take Freddie Adu's life, bro? Hell yeah. That's not a bad life to live, bro. I mean, granted, he had a, a lot of hype and he didn't live up to it, but dude, that must have been one hell of a ride, man. I mean, yep. he got to play all over the world. Granted, mm-hmm. right now it's not the most glorious, yep. you know, finishing off there. But hey, bro, he's you, this, well, I'm sure he's, he's rich. He's, yeah, yep. I'm sure he's doing. Chess, he's rich and he's made his money playing soccer, and he's That's continuing awesome. to play. I'll take that life. So Miami FC, Miami FC's home opener is uh, Saturday at uh, seven or eight. We saw a couple of legends saying that was really cool. Yeah, I, I cannot understand how cool that was. Being in the same room with uh, Nesta yeah. and then seeing uh, Ronaldo afterwards. Ronaldo that was that was really we cool. met Ronaldo, guys. Yeah, we met him. <laughs> but after, even when we were in the that press room, amazing. and we got to see like the uh, uh, the what? what uh, what's his name? Uh, Jean Marc Alexander, right? It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, the captain. Yeah, he's the captain. I was. I mean, it was it was a really cool experience to be at that first game, and the crowd yeah. was really nice. It was a decent turnout, right? Mm-hmm. We were on both sides. We were on both sides. Yeah, we went to both sides and yeah. uh, got a feel for it with the fans. And uh, the Day Brigade was out there. Day Brigade was right. out there. Flight 19 for the Ultras was out there. And we're going to get to see this guy again, um, uh, the Haitian national team captain, yeah. when uh, when they play against Colombia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Haiti's playing weeks, against yeah. Colombia here in, uh, at Marlins Park. May 29th, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're working That's on... That's pretty cool. And it's right before the, uh, uh, the Copa, right? The yeah, Copa America. So it's yeah. going to, you know, that full squad, full squad is going to be out there. Centenario. You're going to be able to see your boy James. James, bro. I was excited, and Colombia had a good game um, against, uh, man, who did they play the other day? It was uh, blanking me. Who did Colombia play the other day? Do you remember? Um, Ecuador, maybe. Yes, it was yeah. Ecuador. Yeah. yeah, it was Ecuador. They won 3 nothing. So that was really uh, that was really exciting. So it's, it's, it's that time. This is a good time. You got Copa America is going. You got the finals of Champions League coming up. You yeah. know, we're in, the, we're in the quarterfinals now. You got um, uh, club level. Club level seasons are winding down. Club level so, seasons example, are winding what, down. What, MLS uh, season is starting. Yeah. NASL mm-hmm. season is starting. So you got yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of soccer, man. So it's really, really. I'm cool. telling you, man. It's so. Uh, we were talking about this the other day because it's such a cool time, especially down here in Miami. That's mm-hmm. that's really exciting. You know, we're we're getting MLS news. It seems like daily uh, with the new Beckham team, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, the NASL season just started, so there's a new soft professional soccer team down here to root for. Yep. Uh, you know, the Marlins season just started for me, you know, because I'm the only fan here, apparently. Uh-huh. And Gus, who's going to uh, be there sometimes. Gus has one Marlins hat. Um, I have more, and I'm not even a I fan. I have two, okay? <laughs> I have two Marlins hats that I wear regularly. That's right. And I have one from the 1997 season. And he doesn't hate on them like you do. Absolutely. Apart from that, the you know, the Panthers and the Heat are both going to the playoffs. They have guaranteed pay, uh, playoff spots. Catlantic cool time division right now, champions. Yes. Two are fitted. Hashtag, one yeah. is the snapback. Really cool. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're still on the head game. <laughs> so, <laughs> you've seen the head game here, bro. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, it's a really good time. It's a really good time to be down here. The cool. Cat- we got to give a little shout out to the Panthers, bro. That's Atlantic really good. Division champions, oh, number yeah. two seed. Cool. Um, your boy, a week from tonight is uh, home playoff game number one for the Panthers. Home the, it's uh It's looking like it might be the Islanders if the season stays the way it is right now, right. but Ooh. it could or the Rangers. to change. Mm-hmm. So, but your boy is going to be there, so I'll be uh, It's going to be, you some so it's for sure Islanders or Rangers. One or, one or, yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Man, that's that's going to be rough at home for the Panthers because you got so many transplanted New Yorkers down here, man. You know, it's they're, funny. They're it's, it, invade it, that shit. it's actually funny, but you know what? I, I met somebody um, this week who works at the stadium, uh-huh. and she was telling me, you know, she does like the entrance. She's like, oh, man, all these Canadian snowbirds that come in, they're kind of annoying. But And I, and I asked her, well, how has it been now since the Panthers have been winning? And she's like, you know what? Actually, since the Panthers have been winning, it's – Definitely the crowds in when other seasons at this point where they weren't in contention and stuff, yeah. the crowds would be very 50-50 or more in favor for the, for the visitors. Yeah. She says that now there's like, it's red. 
It's red. Everybody's there. Like the majority Man, look, of the fans. It's, awesome. it's tough fans. enough. It's tough enough to be a fucking uh, hockey franchise down here in South Florida. Mm-hmm. So whoever the fans are for that team and have been, yep. so it's tough enough to be a franchise in South Florida, a hockey franchise in South Florida. But then it gets tougher when you're a sucky franchise <laughs> you know, in South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever the fans of that team yeah. are, they're real fucking fans. You know? So look, when look, the team starts winning, they really get out there. But look at the look at the look at the the formula that the Panthers have used, which is draft well, yeah. well draft smart. They hit on draft picks. They that's hit on all. draft picks. Come on. But that's but, but now they, they brought the right well. guy in. They brought the right guy in and Dale Talon, mm-hmm. who had done it in Chicago for the Blackhawks. But it all comes down to hitting on your draft picks. That's what it, I mean. That's what it is, yeah, you know. And it's what they've been doing, and I, I like that, man. I really, they, really do. I think uh, it's, that's what happens. I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. They were terrible for long. That's why they got those high draft picks. But when you hit on them, then that's when you start to turn around a, a franchise. Now they signed Yager last season, mm-hmm. right? They, or they traded for Yager last season, and then they re-signed him in the in the off season to a free agent contract. So that's really cool. You have, you know, one of the top three guys all time in uh in in the NHL on yep. your team. So that's I need that Yager jersey, bro. Yeah, I man, I, need I gotta that get hard. me. Right? Yager jersey. Because that, that's all time. That's yeah. all time. That's, uh, you know, 20 years from now, well, you like, have a Yager. There's like 10 different variations team, of it. You know, one of the top guys ever in the NHL played for, for your team, and you yeah. have his jersey. That's awesome, man. I just yeah. think it's cool that he's like a playboy, 45-year-old yeah. playboy, single burned, guy. Yeah. It's a reason I haven't burned my, uh, my LeBron jersey. Still big pimping out there, That's crazy. Man. It's a reason I haven't burned my LeBron jersey. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> 25 years from now, like, I have a LeBron James, maybe the best basketball player of all time, played on my team, and I have his jersey. So I won't wear it, but, like, I'm not burning it. I, I just gotta, got it. I just got his sneakers. I got a Mickey Cabrera Marlins T-shirt still. Hell so, yeah! You know. nice. <laughs> Wait, twenty-four or twenty? Twenty-four. Nice. And I have a twenty-one. Or no, actually, Mark has my twenty-one. Uh, fuck. I gotta fuck. get it back from fark. that. Yeah, fark. But uh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it is man. The, uh, the heater in the playoffs also. Yeah, guaranteed. guaranteed. Now, now the 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 seating in the East the seating looks is, like it's gonna be a little. It's eh, gonna eh. go down to the last game. Yep. It's gonna go down to the last it game. It might be. And that last game is against Boston. At it's Boston. Against, I think us. yeah. I think that's gonna decide whether they could be three or six. It I might think be. We game. can't have a tiebreaker. So, yeah. uh, they they own the tiebreaker. They've beaten us twice already this yeah, season. Yeah. So that we we definitely need to pull that out. So yeah. But it looks like Hawks, Hawks, Charlotte, Boston, and Heat are all like battling for those three to six spots. I don't know, man. A lot of people down here really want the Cavaliers. They want them. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, so do I, have dude. Some, uh, That matchup works in our favor. Man. I don't know that it's a delusional thought to think nah. that you have a real shot against the Cavaliers. I think we do, man. I think we do. I like it. I'm actually, in a weird way, I'm more I don't more take confident. much off of regular season meetings because, I mean. Is it weird that I'm a little more confident against the Cavs than I am against some of these teams that we might play in the first round? Like, yeah, man. I don't the, know. The like, it seems like this the, team really gets up for, uh, the, for the Cavaliers. The but. Charlottes, the Hawks, or the Celtics. How are the kinda? Boston Celtics winning? How, how are they winning? Dude, that how game, are they winning? That, 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 that game that broke the streak. They, in, they, uh, they, they play as a team, man. They play as a team. They, they move the ball State around. for the first dude, time since January of last year. They have fat guys on the team and they have ugly, Jared awkward Sullinger white guys. playing center. They got okay. one guy who looks like a basketball player, and it's and it's Isaiah Thomas. And no, even he then, doesn't even he look doesn't like, really a look like a basketball player. He was the last pick in the second round by the Sacramento Kings, so he should have died there. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's like all of what five three, and he's out there playing basketball. Dude, you got a guy fat named guy Kelly Olynyk on the team playing center. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, what what is this? What who the fuck is Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder, okay. Yeah. Who is that guy? Is and s- they have a child being the head coach of their team and Brad Stevens. <laughs> what is happening here? How are they Yo, winning, man? He looks like the towel boy or those, those oh. kids that's that. Evan that Turner. The I thought Evan Turner was going to be taken out behind the barn and euthanized. Dude. Instead, now this, the former second overall pick who never panned out for his fucking, uh, who, who was it that picked him? The 76ers. Philly, 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 and then yeah. he sucked in Indiana. Now the guy is a fucking player that for, guy was for a the, baller at Ohio for the State, Boston though, Celtics. Yeah, that's why he was second overall. I know. It's just a shame. 
And you see your boy Super Cool Bees out in Houston? Fuck it, he's Super Cool oh, he's, he's finally on the best team he's ever been on because they don't play defense and he could just shoot oh, whatever he, he wants. Yeah. He's averaging like 20-something like points, right? Who, who's going to tell that fucking guy to play defense? Nobody. When he could just be like, uh, excuse me, James Harden. Look at that like, guy. Yeah. Come on. Dude, that's perfect, bro. Tell that can guy to shave his beard before <laughs> I play defense. Can Fuck it, that. Can it get any better for him, dude? He's on a team that just oh, doesn't care it. and he's getting paid again. And he's Super Cool Bees. The only thing that would have been better is if he had landed in Colorado. Is that free weed? Oh, man, yeah. Nuggets. No worries. If he was on the Nuggets, hey, man, they're not making the playoffs, though. Houston? No, of course not. That, if what they would have won a, yesterday, they would have been in a good position to make the eighth seed. But Dude, they were they were, they were they were Western Conference um, uh, Western Conference Finals last year. I yeah. know. Like yeah. what a fucking drop off, dude. Yeah. And Harden is actually having a better season than he had last year. Statistically, I think Statistically, I haven't, yes. haven't looked at it, but uh, I, I think I, I read his that PER is down by a little bit, but everything else is up. Per 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 per. Shout out to all the purrs. Shout out. crazy. <laughs> shout out, shout out. <laughs> Yo, have I showed you my pear shirt, dude? No. I got a pear shirt, dude. I got to show it to you after. Does it have the balls on it? It has yes, Ricky it's Ross. Got the balls on it. I rock it tonight. Oh, my God. Dude. That's awesome. Man, I'm telling you, dude. That's, I, I like it. Um, what, the shirt? Or the, shirt like... the shirt's funny, but no, yeah. But no, James Harden, man, and, and yeah. Dwight Howard and all these people. I'm not a fan of Harden. guy's a prolific scorer, but he's just not a complete player. He's yeah. not. And it, it, like, the shooting guard position is at a real drought right now, man. You know, Dwayne Wade and, and Kobe Bryant are in the... I mean, Kobe Bryant's retiring. Did you get that alert Dwayne about the Wade heat? Is at the end of, no. Darrell Wright and the Heat? Today? Yeah, uh-huh. They're yeah. talking. They're going to talk. Know. Let's see. I but, mean, um, you got, hey, man, we drafted him right out of depth, high school, man. He, he's always got a spot in my heart. But what about Golden State, man? They're gonna, they need to win the last four. Okay, I mean, it's come not on, gonna man. Happen. You lose to the Timberwolves in overtime, that and you lose to the Boston Timberwolves Celtics. Killed. Both that at it? home. That's it. Now they got to go four for four if they're yep. going to beat the record. It's not going to happen, man. Two against uh, the Spurs. Sac- the Spurs yeah, and home and away Memphis. against the Spurs. And two and against Memphis, dude. It's not going to happen. And the thing is, this team is so dark. Think about it, man. You're the you're the first overall seed in uh in the in the West. The first overall seed. You're the, first the number one seed. seed. <laughs> you're n- the number one seed in the West, and you still have to worry about this shit coming down into the season. Like you're not worrying about resting your guys or anything like that. That's got to be a stressful Check way to finish if- off your season for a team that's clearly the best in the NBA and clearly. Already have the number one seed going into the playoffs. If the Warriors lose, way. everybody else is resting players. The Spurs aren't worrying That's about it. That's what I was it. about to say. You Let me know, tell you, you know if, if the right Warriors now? lose the rest of their games, four games, yeah. and the Spurs win, they can take the one seed from yeah, the Warriors. I mean, whatever. No, but you know, it's not gonna happen. But it's, it's pretty crazy. crazy to think. But no, you know what's actually funny is um, what cracks me up is that, or not cracks me up. Sorry, wrong choice of words completely. But you know what I'm actually looking forward to is the fact that Oklahoma's been resting their players. And they're just like quietly sitting in the wake. They're just like, all right, let's let these guys get really tired going into the final stretch of the season. Yeah. And then when we play them in the second round, man, we're going to be a little more fresh because they're going man. right into the playoffs. With Oklahoma's no rest. not a complete team, though, man. You know, they they rely they they too much on Durant and Westbrook, and then everybody else is just there to fill in I don't spots know, bro. on have the you floor. Seen, have you seen the mustache gang the, with, uh, what's his name, Ennis Cantor and... Uh, and it's Cantor and uh, Steven Adams. They got yeah. that mustache crew going yeah, on and everything. Oh, God. You saw there's a video that, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, KD goes out and he put on a fake mustache and went oh, in on an funny. interview <laughs> with them and stuff. He's like, hey, you know, Steven Adams here? Somebody weird asked me the other day. It's dude. funny because, and, and, you know, I know we don't want to run for much longer here, but somebody asked me the other day uh, if Maggie has ever won a, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to veer off real quick before oh, wow, I bring okay. this back. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh-huh. If Miggy had won a, 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 a World Series with the Tigers, and he hasn't, right? Yeah. His only World Series was when he was a rookie with uh, with the Marlins. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know how we, we just suspected that you after like LeBron that? James finally won, <laughs> after LeBron James finally won his, uh, his, uh, his championship, right? His title, mm-hmm. that it was going to be Kevin Durant, the guy we were going to jump on. Do you think the fact that because of, he's kind of like escaped this whole criticism game because he's because of his injuries and the the resurgence of Russell Westbrook as like a, a top five player. Do you think 
that that has somehow relieved the pressure off of, uh, of Durant to finally win that championship? Because we usually do that in basketball because one guy can make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Now, I realize this because it, the reason I, I brought the whole Miggy thing up is because people went hard on Alex Rodriguez. Now, he's not yeah. – Miggy will never be as hated as Alex Rodriguez was. And he, Until he, he pops be as polarizing. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that 10 for 252 really rubbed people off the wrong way. Yeah. Nobody has ever known – I don't, you don't know what the numbers are for Miggy's current contract, do you? No. Exactly. No. But everybody knows everybody 10 knows for 252, 252 and then for every, 275. 10 for 275 when yeah. he re-signed with the Yankees. So – Miggy doesn't get that, even though he's clearly he's one of the best hitters of all time. Wait till he doesn't Mitchell get that report volume two. In baseball, in baseball, it's unfair as it is to put all the pressure on one guy. Yeah. And I thought it was unfair when they put it on A Rod in the first place. But in basketball, you get that all the time. And Kevin Durant, like I was thinking, like, okay, so who's the guy that we go on now to say he's got to win a championship? You know? And it's not it's not Kevin Durant. It's still and it's we still expected LeBron. that he would be. It's still LeBron not, with yeah. two championships. I don't, I don't get yeah. it. Like it's, it's not, not Kevin Carmelo. Durant. Are we just letting him ride? You know, because of the injuries and because of Russell Westbrook. He's also likable. Because two. That's of, the thing. You could argue two. Yeah, but likable in what way? Because he's not yeah. cool with the media. No, yeah, he's not cool with the media. You know? he's not cool. But that's what makes him cool with the fans, and the fans like him. You think that's the thing? The fans like him, man. He's a golden boy. He's like, on I, don't, I don't hate Kevin Durant. I don't hate him either. And I by no means am going to put this unfair pressure on him that he has to win a oh, championship. I will. He's got to win a championship. In the first place. Yeah, but you're that guy. I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the media. Hot take. <laughs> oh, I don't but, know, man. I thought you know. I thought that that was interesting because I don't know who the guy is now. Have you seen this? No. For wow. those, uh, this is not a visual medium. I know it's not a visual medium, but uh, he is showing me a Kobe Bryant picture when he was no, that wasn't even number eight Kobe Bryant. That was already number twenty four Kobe is, Bryant. This was uh, some you years hot pants. There was some years ago. The they played the Celtics <laughs> and they did a little throwback game where they Jesus. rocked the the old jerseys and uh-huh. then. But Kobe said, "You know what? I'm going to keep it." True to the retro, and he rocked the short shorts Legit. that game too. And awesome. uh, the rest of the guys didn't do it, but he rocked the short shorts, dude. It's an awesome picture. I gotta put it out. But uh, but yeah, man. Hey, there's like four games left of the Mamba, bro. Did you hear the last day of yeah. his last game? The NBA is doing a thing where black and gold. Every is gonna be like a theme, mm-hmm. black and gold coloring. That's pretty for cool. The, as a goodbye tribute for the for the Mamba. You know, nice. it's uh, like, man, you have to. It's cool when you realize what, what you're going to be missing, right? Mm-hmm. The last 20 years that we've gotten out of Kobe Bryant, you know, one of the best of all time to ever do it. Just crazy. 20 it, years, it, bro. It's cool when you, I mean, you know, the, the last few have been, he, he's like sputtering to the finish here. Yeah. You know, but. But I remember being a little kid trading basketball cards when Kobe Bryant got drafted and being like, yeah, I'll trade you this Kobe Bryant rookie. And like, he's just like school, a man. kid, bro. You know, like, we're like, I'm, I was in high school Straight when high he school. got drafted. You know, yeah. I was in high school. So I remember like, you know, like, oh man, I was like a freshman when he got yeah. drafted. I was like, hey, bro, you know, I got this, you know, I was trading cards at the time and stuff. I and think it was. Uh, he I think was, it was like that. Now to see a whole career. And Kobe, 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 yeah. Kobe's just like because he's got an inter- He's an interesting player. He came straight out of high school. He was drafted 13th overall. So he's not one of these like top five can't miss picks or anything like that, yeah. right? The, the who was it? He was drafted by Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. right? So Charlotte took a chance on him at 13th overall, and then the you know the uh, the Lakers him. trade for him on, on draft day. So it wasn't, trade, he's got an interesting from? story, right? Like the guy was born in Italy. He speaks like five languages. He's articulate. He's an intelligent Smart, dude. Man. You know. He's had a couple of run-ins with the law, and then, you know, there was that whole... Uh, hashtag Denver, rapist. Hashtag rapist. And by, like, <laughs> you know, so he, he's had, like, an, a really interesting career, and he's yeah. a, he was a polarizing guy for so long. He had the two, um, the, the you know, the Shaq years. He had the Gasol years, the years where he... The, uh, the Phil Jackson disputes, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. He's just had a really interesting career, and it's, it, kinda, it's cool you know that what? we're kind of realizing what we're going to miss as it's happening. You know what I think? I was... Or not that I think. I was remembering... Um, was, you know, a few years ago when, uh, it was, what, like five, six years ago now that Chris Paul went to the Clippers? Yeah. Originally, he yeah. went to the Lakers. And Origi- then originally, the trade was the denied trade. by, the, by yeah. the league. Which, yeah. is, which is crazy to think that, you know. But imagine if that trade had gone through, dude. Yeah. 
Kobe brings another cha- another ring, bro. With Chris Paul and him, yeah. they would have built around that. Yeah. And who knows what could have happened, bro? Because yeah. people would have wanted to play. That was a young Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a Kobe still, you know, in his prime. That was crazy. That probably, was just scary to think what, what could have happened. We probably could have seen uh, Heat versus Lakers final instead of the oh, yeah. Spurs final. Yeah, yeah, it could have been six. I remember I when they assembled, six I remember they assembled ring, the, the Steve Nash and Dwight Howard team. People mm-hmm. down here were scared. I was a little scared. People, I was a little people scared. People down here were scared, man, because uh, we had seen yeah. what uh, Roy Hibbert, who has now turned into like just your average NBA player. Garbage player. But, yeah. But... <laughs> people had seen what Roy Hibber had made LeBron James do, which was alter his game. He was no longer going to the rim. So people were terrified of Dwight Howard in the middle. And then you have such a great point guard like Steve Nash and then Kobe yeah. Bryant. So people were scared of that team. I was scared and I wasn't and I and I wasn't really skeptical of it. I never thought that they wouldn't do what they did. I always thought that, you know what? That team That's I thought be the one X of the biggest factor, disappointments in basketball. Oh yeah, history. I thought the X factor was gonna be Steve Nash's the health. The X Factor. That Steve Nash's health <laughs> was gonna be the X Factor. Yeah. I thought that that's gonna be the tipping point. I didn't know if Kobe and and this guy could do it by themselves. No, but no, like, dude, it just yeah. it, 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 I mean Dwight Howard never did squat. Dude, that's when his like it's been downhill yeah. since yeah. then. Since He's Orlando. never had it's been downhill since wow, that bro. press conference <laughs> with uh <laughs> Stan Van Gundy. God, it, oh, the one where he's talking shit about him. And, and Sam Van Gundy just tries to enjoy some Diet Pepsi, and he's saying, like, you know, nobody's told me anything, but I know that, you know, he's talked to the front office or whatever. It brings, oh, it comes God. up, bring it, puts his arm around them. Yeah. I was, like, I, I was literally sweating. I was watching it, Super and I was, I was sweating. I was, I felt so awkward. I almost turned the channel. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable, man. Yeah. Oh. I, but, man, it's, it's, I think it's just, it's, I'm excited about the playoffs, but I'm also, like, I've really been thinking about a lot about Kobe this week, man. I'm like, man. I've got to watch yep. a whole 20 years of a guy That's who's going to go down as one of the top five greatest players of all time. Yep. You know, I watched pretty much all of Jordan's career, too, but I was a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I definitely watched all his championships. And I remember watching it from yep. the Lakers when I was a kid up until his uh, the one against the Jazz, the last two against the Jazz. I was very young and aware of what was going on. And mm-hmm. then I, I saw him play in person, too, when he came back with the Wizards. But this is a different thing. This is the thing. I, I watched... In my prime, you know, in my youth, I was young enough and old enough to really appreciate everything he did for for 20 years and see that. Yeah. That that's to me is like, man, I'm that's, that's awesome. What I feel you know, like but I'm, I'm kind of sad. Like that's what I feel like I'm watching with today's stars. Like yeah. uh, you know, this Warriors team that'll go down in history, or like uh, LeBron James. You know, LeBron that's how James. I feel about that because I just I wasn't a big NBA fan for most of Kobe Bryant's career, so I feel like I missed it. I caught the letter the latter half. You know, I'm saying, the two two of the greatest things I ever saw in basketball, like. Seasonal accomplishments. One was the seventy-two ten Bulls. No, ninety-six. That, that was, was cool. phenomenal. And then the other one well, was Michael Jordan came back like gangbusters. Oh no, for Shit. sure, for sure. Same. And then that's when he rocked the uh, Jordan Elevens. The uh, the Elevens that you know became so iconic. I always wanted a pair. But uh, no, pair. the the other greatest thing I ever saw was the year that uh that in two thousand one. The Lakers that only lost one game in the playoffs. To me, I think that's something that gets mm-hmm. overshadowed a lot, and people have kind of forgotten. But dude, they lost one game in the playoffs, and it was Game One to the Sixers. Sixers. That's when uh, Iverson hit the the shot and then stepped over, over Tyron, Tyron Lue. stepped over the Cavs coach. You know, Tyron Lue. That was the only you mean the, game the they lost. Rack, right? huh? The towel rack, right? The towel rack. The Cleveland towel rack. The and, towel uh, rack. This is the Cleveland head coach. This is the coach for the player coach. Right, right. Um, Would they get him? Bed Bath and Beyond? Dude, I don't know. But it <laughs> wasn't even Tyron like. I feel like <laughs> seriously, you'd be okay if it was LeBron James putting the towel on you. But it was fucking Iman Shumper, dude. Iman Silly Shumper, ass haired Iman Shumper putting like a fucking sweaty ass towel on you. Looks like Marge Simpson. Marge Simpson even better. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine like. Somebody God. doing that to, uh, I don't know, anybody like Phil Jackson or uh, no, bro, no, anyone. No, no. Fucking Popovich. Fuck. 
Oh, it's a joke. It's a freaking joke out there. But people forget about that. I think that's one of the greatest single-season accomplishments ever, yeah, bro. That's ever, cool. ever, ever, dude. This guy that's took cool. him all the way, lost one Kobe was the game, main man. dude. One game. And that wasn't a good mm-hmm. NBA that still had a lot of talent, had a lot of players. Who's it? it's, it's not like it was a bad time Look, in the NBA. James, now, Harden, bro. James Harden is, uh, is not a two-way player. Uh, Kobe Bryant's retiring. Dwayne Wade is in the in the late stages of his career. So, I mean, what do we have at the shooting guard position? At what was supposed to be the flashiest position. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. What was supposed to be the flashiest position on the basketball court. Because that's your perimeter guys, you know? Like, who's left? Who's who's the better uh, two guard now, you know? Now, it's got to <laughs> go by default to James Harden. But the only other one I can think of right now that comes to the, DeMar DeRozan. I really like say. DeMar DeRozan. I like so him he, a lot, He's definitely, too. I think, maybe the best one left in the East after yeah. this. Bradley Beal. In Washington was supposed to be that guy, but he hasn't had such a he's, good season this year and the injuries. Yeah, you know, he, he, he went really down this year, him. but he's still got a lot of upset. Cause he's I like, young. He's young. I like John Wall too and him. But you know, I, I don't know. I, uh, I think you know Andrew Wiggins maybe can take that title if he you know Maple. if you treat him as a shooting guard and not a small forward. Maple Jordan. Yeah, I, th- I think it's that that the the shooting guard position that Jordan kind of created. It's it's now going to like if you ask point me, guards. It's be Josh point Richardson. guards are not becoming that. You know a good what I mean? Point, yeah. I think it's going to be Josh Richardson. I think like it's. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely like a hybrid, and it just keeps morphing because yeah. you know for the last few years it's been like the LeBron and the Durants playing the at, at the at the three and the well, four. I, yeah, the problem is that with this small ball movement, you know, the forward the forward yeah. positions are now playing the perimeter, and mm-hmm. they're a lot more flashy. Like, come on, man! Like Draymond Green is the starting power forward. The guy's a fucking walking triple double. When when have you ever had that guy? Uh, your power forward get you ten assists or shoot the three yeah. or beat you know your or guard guards. You know it's crazy. You see a lot of big men. The evolution of the game is, is insane, man. Yeah. It is, man. But uh, but man, let's enjoy these last four games with Kobe because next year we're probably gonna go through it with Duncan and uh, and Nowitzki. I think they're probably they got one or two years tops left, right? I don't think they got. You anything. think that's when the evolution of the game started? When these European big men started coming over here and like really shooting the hell out of the ball? I think so. Guys like Dirk Nowitzki. I think so. That was big. I Maybe that's so. a discussion for another day. Yeah, we'll do that another day. Yeah. But as for today, any uh, last words, comments, bitches, moans, cons- complaints? No fish. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so go Pirates. Um, <laughs> any last words for Gus there? I'm good, man. Spin rate. Eric Hosmer. Okay. I wanted to get that out there. Good night. Yo, shout out to our boy Dorian for hooking it up at Salsa Fiesta the other day. And a sweet RX-7. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag save Dorian's RX-7. And, and I'm, pretty sure, RX-7 page. I'm pretty sure his boy's Jeep is still on fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>